0: Let's have some music in here, Boiler. Sure thing. But
1: I see the only one think Hello, welcome to Drive In Double Feature. I'm Nathan. I'm Ryan and today we're talking about Dark Star released in 1974 directed by the great John Carpenter but it is his first movie it's a student film that he made originally 45 minutes and then brought up to feature length for full release. So I don't know if you have any experience with Dark Star. So what is your experience with John Carpenter, the director? I mean, I
0: think Big Trouble in Love of China is great. Halloween's probably my favorite horror movie of all time. I think he's made a lot of great movies in the past. I mean, I'm not like a super big John Carpenter fan, but like I said, from what I've seen, I've, I've really liked his movies.
1: Yeah, I'm a big John Carpenter guy. I really like his stuff. Halloween is is one of my all-time favorites as well. I do have a funny story for my introduction to him. I remember back when I was really getting in the movies, do you remember in like the year 2000, they released like two Mars movies? It was like Red Planet. Yeah, and, Ghost
0: of Mars.
1: Yeah, Ghost of Mars, which is not one of the ones that I wanted and I told my parents, can I get Red Planet? And they came back with Ghost of Mars, <laughs> which is a John Carpenter movie. And I watched this as a kid and I was like. This sucks. <laughs> so that was what? my introduction. That yeah, I hated it. Um, <laughs> that was my introduction to John Carpenter. But, you know, now that I have grown older, I've discovered stuff like Big Trouble in Little China and Halloween. And he really is a great director. But yeah, Dark Star. I didn't really know what to expect going into this. I just knew it was a sci-fi movie. And it was only made for $60,000, which is extremely, extremely low budget. I personally didn't love it, though. I, I will say that. How 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 did you feel about it? So I
0: had zero idea. I didn't know what was going to be on screen or anything like that. But when I started the movie, you can immediately tell how low budget it is just by the camera quality, of the sets. But... I really like this movie. That's awesome. Okay, <laughs>
1: no, I'm glad you liked it because that, I was
0: so I was so surprised because I went in right away because I and, and when I saw this, I was immediately picturing in my head a lot of this. Philosophical, like BS type of stuff. Oh, like, what is the wonders of space? And just talking about how vast and amazing it is, and just how, just really boring stuff. But I really was so entertained by this movie. I liked it a lot.
1: <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. And that seems to be the popular consensus of this movie. It, it's a very well loved movie. It's kind of a cult classic. And I i will say, I, I do love its dedication to special effects and for the price point it was made at. I think it looks awesome. I really do. Uh, Supposedly like the little lights for the computers were ice cube trays lit from the inside. There's an alien that shows up later. That's a giant beach ball. It's very campy. And I feel like it wants, it knows it's campy. So, I mean, this isn't a time, we've talked about this before. This isn't a time before stuff was campy just because it's cool to be campy, you know, it it embraced itself and it was awesome. Yeah.
0: And they, you could tell that they are definitely working within their limitations. I I mean, the spaceship just looks like they're filming like in a storage unit somewhere. It just looks really small, really compacted. So you don't know where they're filming, but it's somewhere you, you could tell it's pretty cheap to do. So basically you're kind of like I don't know. The atmosphere was great. To me, the way if I was going to describe this movie is 2001 A Space Odyssey mixed with like Seinfeld maybe or mixed with like some type of workplace type of comedy where it's just like these people have been out in space for 20 years together and they're just at the point where they're so done with it. Like everybody's just pissed off and like they hate each other and they just... everything every little thing they just they get annoyed by
1: i guess to like put in comparison i honestly would say it's two cooper movies it's 2001 and kind of dr strange love i would it together especially in its finale is it's like dr strange love it's kind of like a mix between philosophical ideas and comedy i will say what i didn't like about this movie just to kind of get it out is I don't think I really liked its length. I don't, I think there's a lot of scenes that I didn't find interesting or something interesting wasn't going on. Like a lot of the bedroom stuff, it, fe- it felt very padded out to me. It felt definitely like there was a lot of content that didn't need to be there.
0: Which, did you notice when you watched this during the bedroom scene specifically that there was clearly naked women on the wall, but it was blurred out?
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess in the original student film, it had, it had unblurred, but I guess for theatrical, they really wanted a G rating. So they blurred it out. Yeah, that's the days. <laughs> I mean, a PG rate, I think P, no, it's PG 13 didn't exist yet. But yeah, they they blurred it out. There's also cursing, and they dubbed over cursing as well.
0: One thing too, it, it, you can definitely tell it's from the '70s. Like almost every guy in this movie looked like Jim Henson. <laughs> just right, like big, yeah. just big hair and big bushy beards.
1: Yeah, a lot of '70s ideas. There's a guy in the control tower. I did think this was funny. Who is obsessed with surfing, and he's just like, you know, I'm, I'm hanging up here, and I just really want my surfboard. I wish I could just wax my surfboard up here. I thought that was a funny little bit that (laughs) there's just the spaceman obsessed with surfing
0: i know there's a lot of funny lines in there too where especially at the beginning of the movie where like the government sends them like a message being like oh hey guys yeah uh really sorry about your captain dying out there uh Oh, by the way, no, we're not gonna give you any money for any radiation shielding. Sorry. And just so I mean that's just that's one plot point, it's just the ship is just totally falling apart and everything's just broken and every time there a new problem arises, they're just like, uh just wait till it breaks further, like until it messes up with something.
1: Which is kinda like what this plot dives into right is it, it it is a lot like 2001 where almost the whole system goes against the crew there there's like a bomb a talking bomb that they talk to, and the bomb is threatening explosion, and they pretty much have to talk the bomb out of the out of it blowing everybody up that that that's what brings kind of attention to the movie I do it happens so late in the movie once again, just what I don't really like about this movie is just this climax the plot really gets heavy in the very very end it takes a long time for it to happen
0: but that's yeah that's what i kind of like though that's cause yeah. it's kind of like that doldrum of like you kind of feel like you've been on this spaceship and you can kind of like see like the bs that they're kind of experiencing and you're just you can tell like they're just everybody's just over it they're bored to death or they're dealing with stuff like because even the alien that's on that ship they even said like at the beginning, like one guy thought it was cute and wanted to have like a little mascot, yeah. and now and now he's just like I hate this alien so much, so mm-hmm. so much so that he shoots the alien at the end.
1: That cute little beach ball alien, right? I don't. I, how can you shoot that guy? So when you were watching it, I so I didn't look up any
0: trivia for this movie beforehand. So okay. we'll talk about the we'll talk about the alien, but when you're watching, I'm like like it feels like Alien, and and then I looked it up the guy that's getting chased by the alien is the screenwriter for the movie alien
1: pinhead um, is, is played by uh, david o'bannon uh, pinback, it pinback? pinback. Oh, i said pinhead <laughs> um, not
0: hellraiser
1: yeah not hellraiser pinback yeah he, he would go on to write alien this is and he worked with john carpenter on his first film both creators that would go on to do great things after this movie he's
0: really he's probably my favorite character in the movie pinback it's revealed that he wasn't supposed to be on this trip. And he was just a guy working in the fuel, like the jet fuel department or whatever. And he puts on like a spacesuit, and they immediately think that this guy, is like, okay, you need to get on the shuttle launch. And, and then he's like, no, no, I'm not supposed to be here. And he, they play his video diary later in the movie and it's revealed like, Uh, Yeah, I want to get off the spaceship. And then eventually he just he's been on the ship for so long, he forgets like his whole identity of of what he was before. And he's just he's like, he's pinned back. And it's funny, too, because all the crew members too they're all starting to lose their identity. Because one guy goes like, hey, uh, what's Talby's first name? He's like, I don't know. He's like, wait a minute. What's my first name? <laughs> yeah, I
1: love that bit. Yeah. And I mean, it's interesting, right? Because isn't the idea that they've been on this trip so long, but they've only aged ahead four years and they're starting to think like, oh, so, something's going on here. Something's wrong, which I, I guess it's interest. It has a lot of interesting things, kind of like 2001, it, it has like... I guess, future thinking, like, well, what would this be like? You know, like space travel. What are some things that we could talk about? What are some things that would work? Like hyperdrive is in this movie, which the special effects for that would end up being used in Star Wars.
0: Which there is some silly sequences like that, where they're just, their whole... Like they just shine like a purple light all over their bodies. And it's like, oh, they're in hyperdrive. Yeah.
1: Uh, Speaking of silly bits, there's one bit that's completely quiet that I love is when the guys are all hanging in the bedroom. And there's one guy who pulls out the goofy glasses, the ones with the spring eyes that fall out. And he puts them on. He goes up to another guy. He's like, I'm going to make this guy laugh and the guy doesn't laugh from his springy glasses and he looks so devastated that he couldn't get his teammate to laugh. It, it's such a dumb little joke but I, I did love that joke.
0: Yeah, and they there's even like the scene too where the guy's like explaining like his origin story about like oh yeah, I wasn't supposed to be on this flight and um I and and the two other guys while this guy is talking, they're having their own side conversation in front of him. It's like, he told this story before, like four years ago. And yeah. <laughs> they're just not, the guy's still going on about his story and they're just, they're completely ignoring him too. So, oh, and one other thing too, is they there's one, there's a fourth guy that's up in the observation deck. So he's like in this little tiny dome mm-hmm. and he could, he's just watching space. That's like his whole job is to be the lookout. And, The captain or the new acting captain is like, you know, you should come downstairs and talk with us more. He's like, no, I feel a lot really confined down there. He's like in this really tiny bubble.
1: There's a really cool elevator scene. um, The one where he's dangling from an elevator and it keeps like moving up and down. It's obviously shot on its side, but it's cool. You know, it's a fun little special effect.
0: Yeah, Uh, Because there's one scene where he's dangling and he's, he's supposed to be like dangling from it, but he kind of like rotates his back a little bit and you can kind of see that he's lying on this board that's attached to it. Mm-hmm. So you could see like that's how they're making it look like he's dangling, even though it's clearly shot like horiz. Like the, in actuality, it's just being dragged horizontally instead of it being brought down.
1: But I, I will say, like I think this movie does get really good in the end. I, I, I think, I think it has a great finale because. Um, well it's it gets super odd there's like their captain is like half dead but his soul is alive and they've frozen him in the ship and they still can communicate to his soul and they're trying to figure out how to disarm this bomb and he's just like well he's not answering them that's the funny part is like he's totally just skipping everything he's saying like how are the Dodgers doing? Which I guess in that universe, the Dodgers disbanded. So. Oh, I know.
0: Well, like, cause the guy goes down there and they obviously have a very short time limit. They only have like 10 minutes to have, to not have this bomb go off. And, and he's like, Oh, how, how are you doing? And he's like, I, I don't have time for that. He's like, all oh, oh, you, you never come down here just to talk. You always want something. <laughs> he's just, he's just, he's annoyed at him because he came down like, begging him for help and and he's like okay well how do we disarm the bomb he's like hmm give me a minute let me think about it
1: (laughs) as there's a timer for like nine (laughs) minutes counting down Um, but then eventually he comes to the conclusion like hey just talk to it just talk to the bomb so they go outside and he has a conversation with him but it's kind of like the the classic computer like you gotta give it philosophical ideas so it breaks itself
0: mocking 2001 where yeah where like the astronauts are trying to reason with HAL on 2001 mm-hmm. so they're like they're having this philosophical philosophical discussion with this bomb about well do you actually exist well how do you know what the orders <laughs> you've been are actually real like uh-huh. how do you know it's false data how do you know it's correct data then they have to basically convince this bomb that it doesn't really exist or like reality doesn't exist. So don't explode, but eventually (laughs) the bomb does explode and it kills two of the crew members. And (laughs) the other two crew members are just kind of aimlessly like floating out in space.
1: Yeah. And this is a movie where like the ending moment is, I I don't know if you looked up any posters or anything. It's all over the posters and it's in the trailers and everything of, um, of our main character surfing in space is the country song plays, which
0: John Carpenter did that song too. He didn't sing it,
1: but he did, he did write the music
0: for it, I believe. So yeah,
1: he did. Yeah. Um, John Carpenter started pretty early on just making music for his movies.
0: But it is funny though, because so they have this weird mission, which they don't really explain too much, but their whole mission is exploding unstable planets. Mm -hmm. And they kind of go into this discussion of like, oh, well, what if we find intelligent life on there? And the one guy is just like, don't talk to me about that. I don't really care if we find an alien. I want to blow up planets. Mm-hmm. And, and then at the end of the movie, he's the last survivor because the one of the other guys gets sucked out into like this collection of stars he gets taken away which they don't really explain that e- yeah either which is kind of like what happens to the main character in 2001 yes but but he uh, at the end of the at the end of the movie he's surfing down he's like okay well i guess i gotta go to this planet so he's surfing down so he's becoming the intelligent life or the alien on this planet so mm-hmm. he it kind of comes full circle that way
1: yeah, I guess I didn't think of it that way. That's actually quite interesting. Now, hearing your enthusiasm about this movie and how much you liked it, I actually think like it's kind of given me idea of like maybe I should go back and rewatch it. Maybe I would get a little bit more out of it a second time around.
0: I guess for me, it was because I, as soon as it started, like I said, I was expecting. I I immediately thought I'm not going to like this movie, but then just as it went on, I'm like, I was like, oh, I was like, I've never. I, I just, it seems so original. Even now, it just it seems so original to me. of just like these astronauts out in space that are just like so world weary. They just, they hate everything. They hate each other. They're just, they want to go home.
1: Yeah, I, I guess like, yeah, no, it is interesting because like space odysseys and stuff like Star Trek, Star Wars, there's always a bigger deal, right? There's always a bigger fight. There's always some sort of action. And I feel like this is definitely more like centralized and more about the people that would have to do the dumb jobs like blowing up stars and stuff like that.
0: It's it, it it stays within its scope. They know they don't have a big budget to work with. So they know they cannot, they wanted to make a sci-fi movie, but they're like, we can't really show too much. I mean, cause the outer space sequences, it's very clearly like when the astronauts are flowing out there, it's, mm-hmm. it's just like these little figurines that are just floating in this black void or, And the spaceship, whenever it's floating, it's just, it's like a stationary spaceship. It's not moving at all. It's just like a a picture of a spaceship. So it is a small budget, but that's why I like it because they are like, we know what we have to work with. We're not going to go outside of that. We're not going to try to make the scope too big. Let's just keep it really small and try to make it that really entertaining. I recommend it a lot. I mean, I there's probably going to be some people that don't like it, but it gets a high recommendation out of me.
1: I wasn't as big of a fan. I, I didn't love it. I think it's a little padded. If it's available, there was an original 45-minute cut. I want to see that one and see if I like it a lot more. But it seems like most people like it, so I say check it out if you're a fan of Carpenter, if you're a fan of sci-fi.
0: Yeah, if I see this, if I see it on Blu-ray or anything like that, I might, I might pick that up. Although I don't know how much better Blu-ray can make this picture
1: quality look. I've heard that the DVD transfers of this movie are really ugly. Like they, they haven't. Uh, this movie deserves a cleanup. Like somebody to go in and really make this look nice.
0: Which it's on streaming services, but it, it looks like it was ripped off of a VHS tape. Yeah, it's a little rough.
1: But that's okay. As long as Tubi provides it, that's what's important, right? As long we, as it, they have the ability to show these movies that don't get a lot of play. Tubi, we thank you so much. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, what, what are we covering uh, next time around?
0: We will be doing my favorite, one of my favorite movies of all time, and that is Police Story, directed by Jackie Chan from 1985. And if you want to watch it, it's available on HBO Max, Criterion Channel. I, I sadly, it's uh, probably one of the first. It's not going to be on Tubi,
1: but oh man. <laughs> but
0: i we all know you got your hbo subscription for dune so why when you get done watching (laughs) dune go watch police story
1: Mm -hmm. yeah check it out uh watch it with us uh i know i'm excited all right and
0: you know what we we really love fan engagement we're trying to hear any suggestions you guys may have is there a movie you wanted us to talk about or is there anything that you want to tell us you like the podcast you don't like the podcast please let us know at Drive Double teacher Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And just let you know. Just let us know you're out there watching. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to we let wanna hear what your beautiful people are thinking. Yeah, please
1: send us stuff. We'd love to hear it.
0: Yes. And uh, we'll look forward to you next time.
1: Yeah. See you next time. Bye. My body dies the galaxies. My heart to be there
0: in the sky But they seem so much kinder
1: when we watch them, you and I